When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. episode i am it's a working title that i actually like it so much i'm probably gonna leave it called the comedy and drama of it all so tonight welcome we are going to be talking about you know actors that are thought of as generally being comedic taking on dramatic roles and vice versa and then actors that we want to see in comedies and dramas that kind of thing and very sad to say tiff was supposed to be on this was actually tiff's idea for an episode and that makes it doubly sad for me but California, you suck right now because your weather is making it so that Tiff can't come on. So I'm very bummed about that. So before I have my panelists introduce themselves and tell me one thing they're into right now, just a quick reminder, of course, that we are on Patreon. So for as little as $3 a month, you can support the show and get great bonus content. Last night, we recorded our three-hour-long American Horror Story seasons one and two episode. We got a little punchy towards the end. I got a little punchy towards the end. We talked about breastfeeding more than I thought I would ever talk about on this podcast. If you've seen Asylum, you know why that came up. One of the creepiest, weirdest scenes I've ever seen. Think of the boys. Multiply by 10. (laughs) Carla's face and Meg's face is amazing. (laughs) So, but it was a lot of fun. We're doing a fun little bracket where we're going to have a bracket facing off between all the opening title sequence and then the shows themselves. So if you want to support us and get to listen to those amazing American Horror Story episodes, head on over to the link in our show notes or go to our link tree. Okay, so Carla. Tell me what you're into right now. Okay. So I'm watching this show on Hulu called Cruel Summer. And it just started playing after I, I, I forgot what show I was watching. Uh, it was Single Drunk Female. That's what it was that I was watching, which is still, by the way, an excellent show. Um, but then this Cruel Summer show pops up and I start watching it. And I'm like, oh, no, I am strangely riveted. It's not like it's the best show, but it's really intriguing because it's it has a uh, three-part timeline where you're watching the same people in um, in one year and then the second year and then the third year, but it goes back and forth because somebody was kidnapped and then she came back leveling horrifying accusations. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. But I, I don't know. I am so into it and I'm kind of grossed out 
by the fact that I'm into it. And yet, yeah, here I am openly confessing. Hey, if you watch Cruel Summer, make me feel not alone, please. I wish I could remember the panelists that recommended this months ago and said they were into this months ago. And I can't remember who it was. So if you listen to this panelist, please remind me. Because I'm not going to go back through every episode. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but someone has mentioned at least one other person. It could have been even a couple people. Okay, so whoever it is out there, mystery panelist, please just, you know, say, hey, Carla, you're not alone. So that I can be like, okay, cool. Okay, you are not alone. So, Meg, what are you into? Um, I am kind of just into the month of March. Because a lot of shows I really, really love are having premieres this month. Um, Outlander is coming back tomorrow. I'm really excited about that. There is a show called The Courtship, which is a dating show that's like, they're tired of Tinder. So they're going to date in the olden day, olden ways. Which And immediately they break the rules. Like the first night it looks like someone is having sex. And I'm like, that. I mean, that's not exactly how they did it. But that's cool. Uh, <laughs> So I'm excited about that. Upload is coming back for season two, and I'm so excited. I made the so mistake of starting to watch that with my 13-year-old today, and I had to nope out of it really quick with her. <laughs> um, and Bridgerton's coming back this month. Like it is, it is Trash Meg month, and I am so excited it's for it. So. Instead, of, except, except the, instead of flowers, it's fresh shows meg has sprung <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is, is i'm not going to be able to watch these anywhere because my whole main floor is being renovated and i'm living in a in the basement with my children all the time well the the anticipation will just have to... <laughs> <laughs> so so carla said fresh so speaking of fresh um <laughs> there's a movie on hulu called fresh with Sebastian Stan, Daisy Edgar Jones, um, Jojo Gibbs, and a bunch of other people. And it starts out as a meet cute. Sebastian Stan, who plays Steve, meets um, Daisy Edgar Jones' character Noah at a supermarket. And they have a little meet cute straight out of a rom com. They go on a date. They, you know, he, he's on social media, all this great, lovely, wonderful stuff. 25 minutes into the movie, everything changes. And I'm not going to tell you what happens because it's better that you do know, except Meg, you cannot watch this movie. That's the only thing I will say. <laughs> this is like Squid Games all over again. Carla was like, it's so good. You cannot watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. And I just want to say I'm single and I'm staying single. <laughs> she does not want to mingle. Because of this movie. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's really good. There are, it's a little bit too long. There are some issues with the character of Molly, who is Noah's best friend. And there are times when it tends to fall into that black woman friend trope, I have to say. But she's still a cool character. And there are some cool things that happen with her. And I did like their friendship. But it just, you know, it was a little bit like, eh, okay, this is a little, eh. but it is written and directed by what's written by a woman and it's directed by a woman. And Sebastian Stan 
is so dang good in this movie. That's all I'm going to say. He is creepy as hell, but he is so dang good. So, yeah. So, once again, that's on Hulu. But once again, it's not a rom-com. It just comes off that way for the first 25 minutes. <laughs> so, be prepared. I was already, but be prepared. And don't try not to spoil yourself. So, let's get into our subject. So, we're going to first start out with naming three of your favorite dramatic roles from comedic actors or actors that are thought of as generally being comedic. Carla. The first one that I always think of when I think of something like this is Jim Carrey in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes, I know, Aaron. I knew everyone was going to take this. Yes, yes, because it's it's a fantastic role. And it's just, you know, one of those roles that's like the benchmark of comedic actors going into dramatic roles and completely nailing it. He just, oh my gosh, he's so fantastic in this. And, you know, there's that other, other Truman show that was also really good. That was also a dramatic role. But this one, <laughs> sorry, Meg, but this one I think is just heads and tails above it. It just, the, the subject matter itself, the, uh, the world that's built into it, it's, it's, Oh, it's just so mind-blowingly good. The whole thing as a concept. And then there is absolutely no question in anybody's mind that he has the chops when you watch this. It's like you don't even you're not even thinking about Ace Ventura, put it that way, you know. You know, thinking of him as Fire Marshal Bill. Another actor is John Cho in the movie Searching, which is a movie that I don't think got enough love because I thought it was a great film. I think that that it uh, deserved to have uh, a wider viewership and just more people giving it a chance. It was the the movie is shot kind of like just you know he's looking at his um, laptop or he's looking at his cell phone, so it's all kind of like found footage, kind of stitched together. So it's a bit of a weird premise to do as a movie, but it works out really well in part because he's so fantastic in it. And this guy, you know, Harold and Kumar and the show Selfie and all of this stuff, he always has gravitas, but this is very different to go from that kind of thing to this very serious role where somebody's missing and he has to, you know, Liam Neeson the hell out of this. And then uh, the third one is Will Smith. And I know that he's like, he just jumps back and forth because he can, because he's just that good. Uh, he he went from Fresh Prince to Six Degrees of Separation and back to French, Fr- Fresh Prince and Men in Black and Bad Boys. And then you have I Am Legend and The Pursuit of Happiness. And more recently, um, what is it, King? King Richard. King Richard, thank you. Um, which probably win the Oscar for. Yes, which he deserves because... He just, he is very, very talented. And, you know, um, I think people like to kind of rag on him because he's so accessible. You know, like he, he's not, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Um, he's just a goofy, dorky guy. But my God, can the guy act? He's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I... I agree. Yeah, he's fabulous in that movie. If you haven't watched that movie yet, go watch that movie. I think he's really good in it. Um, and I think I am will be very happy and fine with it when he wins because I'm pretty positive he's going to win. 
He just won the Screen Actors Guild Award, so that's usually a good indicator. Um, so yeah, that's that's who who I think is going to win that. And I agree. I think he's a really good actor. So Meg, are there any left for you? No, I'm just kidding. There are. <laughs> just that's a good question. But I do want to echo Jim Carrey because he is someone who like, and you can see he has the chops before he really gets into the Truman Show, which I think feel like is like his first dip in the toe, really of of more dramatic acting. And he's so amazing. He's I, I don't think Truman Show gets nearly enough credit for for what it is. But like even in Liar Liar, which is arguably a comedy, but it really kind of shows that kind of heart and stuff. But anyway. He was on one of the ones on my list, but I made backups because I knew Carla was going to do Jim Carrey. <laughs> I knew everybody was going to pick that one. So I was like, I've got to well, do backups. Meg knew I was doing Jim Carrey because I told her I was She doing told Jim me Carrey. because I was, <laughs> I was pouting that I was afraid she was going to take like my number one, which was Robin Williams um, in Goodwill Hunting. I just. I love Robin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like Carla knows this for sure. I don't know if Aaron, you know, like how much I love Robin Williams. Like he's just, I think he's fantastic. I think he did a lot of really good dramatic roles, dead poet society, but, but um, what dreams may come is another one that, and I think he's just so like, when you look at more Mindy and you look at the standup and you look at all of this, he's so big and he's so loud to see him do something so quiet and nail it just perfectly was just, he stole that movie and that's a fantastic movie. That's a movie where everybody in it is fantastic, but Robin Williams is the one that you really latch onto a lot. Um, I just love him so much. And another one I have is Monique in precious based on the novel push by Sapphire. Got to say the whole thing. <laughs> Man, that was such a joke. There. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, can it, can we just say precious like or call it push by like why does it have to be all of it anyway monique monique and i think it was such a daring thing for monique to do to be perfectly honest she went from kind of lovey um like loving mom's roles and being a stand-up comedian and everything like that to this really horrible horrible person and a, she was pretty much unrecognizable because she was not her usual, like, very put-together self. And she was just terrible. Like, she she knocked it out of the park. She was amazing. I hated Mary in the book. I hated her even more, it feels like, in the movie. And, and so much of that is because of Monique. And I haven't seen that movie. Um, full disclosure, I have not seen that movie in a while because it depresses me. <laughs> it makes me real sad. <laughs> but... Um, she was fantastic in it. And my third one, unless I can do four, but I will. Um, Jenny Slate in a movie called Obvious Child. That movie. I like that you whispered that. <laughs> that was so good. It was so good. And it's so real. It, and it's, I love you so much, Erin. <laughs> I am a mess. <laughs> I am a mess. But no, it was just she's funny in it she i mean and i think it's really tough too when you look at well and it's more on the other side dramatic actors and comedic roles but she plays a comedian who has an unexpected pregnancy and it's a really raw and real kind of look at the conversation 
women have with themselves when they're contemplating what to do with an unplanned pregnancy. And it's gritty and it's realistic. And it's, I just think Jenny Slate, when you think of her in like Parks and Rec versus like, she does such a great job. Um, and so, yeah, I have like 14 others, but I have two pieces of paper of notes. Well, we'll see. We're making good time. So we'll see. For the love of God, don't jinx it. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really stupid of me. Okay. Well, uh, I know Robin Williams was already mentioned, but I don't care. I'm going to mention Robin Williams for one hour photo because yes, holy moly. And he is so damn creepy in that movie. That movie, it, talk about when we were talking about, um, you know, stalking last week. Uh, <laughs> that's all about that. I mean, oh my gosh, that movie. Oh, I get chills just thinking about it. It's one of those you can't really watch a lot because it gets under your skin because he's so, so good. I mean, that that's the thing is that, you know, I, I want to stress, I think people forget how good comedic actors are at acting. I think that's why you'll find a longer list of comedic actors that are really good in dramatic roles than vice versa. I'm not saying dramatic actors can't do comedy, but comedy is so damn hard. And so if you can do can't comedy really well, I think it's very easy to do dramatic work like this, frankly. So it doesn't surprise me when actors who are thought of as comedians like Jim Carrey and Robin Williams and Adam Sandler even uh, go and do really good dramatic work, you know, it's not, and Will Smith, I mean, it's not surprising at all. So um, yeah. And Will Smith, I would, I mean, Will Smith is amazing. So I'll echo that. I'm going to echo Jim Carrey and Eternal Sunshine, the mind, spotless mind really quickly, just because that's one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm going to say, and I'm doing a double here just because they're in it together. Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader and the Skeleton Twins. <laughs> they are so amazing. Bill Hader should have gotten an Oscar nomination for that performance because that is the best, one of the best portrayals of someone who's suicidal I have ever seen. And their scene, and it's not dramatic. It's one of the few comedic scenes in it. But the scene when they <laughs> lip sync, this song, oh my gosh, when they lip sync the song, it's, it's one of the best scenes I've ever seen. And they have great chemistry they work so well together as brother and sister. It's one of the best, best movies. I know I recommended it on our mental health one because I think it's a very, very, very good portrayal of mental illness. Highly recommend that. Okay, I'm going to go with Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? Because, which she was nominated for an Oscar for that. And she's really good. And she plays a character that you're not sure if you should like this character or not. And she's really damn good at it. She's a really good dramatic actor. I know some people don't like Melissa McCarthy. I frankly love her, but I understand some people don't like her and she's too much for some people, but she is so good. I have so good. I have such a mixed like love-hate relationship with Melissa McCarthy because McCarthy because I first saw her in Gilmore Girls oh, yeah. and <laughs> adored her as Suki St. James in Gilmore Girls. Um, and I've seen her in a lot. I go, what's the one where she's like winds up going back to college? I can't remember it, but I, I oh, think that's she's, horrible. I don't care oh. if that's a good movie. I like it. And I liked her in it. I don't care with her sweaters, with the little rhinestones. I don't care. But she, she went for a while. There with being really kind of pigeonholed into like the funny fat friend mm -hmm. in a lot of stuff. And that was so frustrating for me to see for her, because I know that she, 
is so much more than that. It was like bridesmaids came and then they're like, well, this is what Melissa McCarthy is going to do. And I'm so excited to see her kind of push past that and be recognized for her talents. So, yeah, well, I think what happened is her and her husband, they write like he writes a lot of stuff that she ends up doing. And, and, and a lot of the stuff they do together, I will be frank, is pretty bad. And kind of <laughs> I don't care. I like that college movie. I don't care. I don't care. Just because it's not good doesn't mean I can't like it. <laughs> Life of the Party, right? Yes. Wasn't that the one? I'm like, yes. I had to look it up because I was like. Yes, Life of the Party. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely a movie. <laughs> it's definitely a movie. Yes. It's I, don't a, I was. <laughs> I was trying to look up the other one really that she had done, um, which the nines. So she did this movie, The Nines, with Ryan Reynolds, and that's mm -hmm. a drama, and she's really good in that. It's a very different kind of role for her. Well, and she's amazing and in Nine Perfect one. Strangers too on Hulu. Like oh, I haven't watched that one yet. She's so. so good. I love it so much. That's what I've heard. So so now we're gonna move on to actors that are thought of as being more dramatic. And when they have <laughs> gone to be more comedic ah, ah so carla what are three of yours for this one for you know this was a harder list to compile i you know i scoured my brain first and then i scoured google because i was like google help me out here that, that's the, the prayer of everybody <laughs> with internet access google i pray to thee all right but i did come up with some believe it or not um, for starters, Kate Winslet in The Holiday. Mm -hmm. It's such a great movie and it's such a great role for her because she's she gets to be just the the cute rom-com girl and um with like but she's so sweet and she's so kind and loving and there are also just hilarious things that happen and she falls in love with Jack Black and they're adorable together so whatever i just really love the holiday okay and i love her <laughs> that's my whole thing edward norton norton and keeping the faith because megan i just did an episode about that on bed whatever Bedhead, and i hadn't rewatched the movie in the longest time and the movie first of all the movie really holds up so if you're looking for a rom-com that um even though it's mad old won't make you cringe this is definitely a good one, um, but he's he's so hilarious in it. He has physical comedy in it. He has good comedic timing, and because you know th there are moments where he has to do like more dramatic stuff, and he of course nails that because that's who he is. Um, but yeah, I, I love him in that role. I think it's it's so sweet, and it's such a you know especially after American History X, like <laughs> oh my god. That a movie that was I will never so watch again. good, though. It, it was, was so good. I will never, ever awful. in my life watching it again, ever. Um, and Meryl Streep in Meryl Streep in Death Becomes Her. Yes, I know there's Mamma Mia and there's The Devil Wears Prada, but before all of that came Death Becomes Her. That is one of it, it's it's one of those movies that I just love so much. I remember watching it when it first came out and thinking it was the, the funniest thing on the planet. And you know it's her Goldie Hawn and who was it Bruce Willis? I think it's Bruce yeah. Willis. Yeah, it's been a while. I love. Yeah, it's been a while. But but the, the reason that I don't remember him is because I remember her and Goldie Hawn. 
because they're just fantastic in it. They're they're back and forth. It's hilarious, and um, she's just so funny in it. Like I just, if you haven't watched, listen, people of the world, if you haven't watched Death Becomes Her, check it out. It's it's worth. Actually, hang on. Let me let me walk that back. I haven't rewatched that movie in a very long time. I don't know how well it holds up, <laughs> but. The me from back then thinks it's hilarious. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Just go watch it and don't blame me if you hate it. The candelabra. There's <laughs> a big hole in her stuff. It's, oh, love it. <laughs> so, Meg. I love that movie so much. That was on my list, but I mostly wrote it on there in case you didn't mention it, Carla, because I know how much you love that movie. <laughs> um, okay, so. One of I have, I'm just going to tag on to Edward Norton because I, after Keeping the Faith, he did a movie called Death to Smoochie, which <laughs> Aaron is so Aaron's going to like take your name off any other episode that you're on the rest of the year. She's like, I am so done with her and her bad taste. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Sorry. Sorry. No, again, not a good movie. He's hilarious in it, and so is Robin Williams. I don't care. It's so bad. It's but it's it's hilarious. It's he plays Barney, basically. And it's just and all I remember is like Robin Rainbow Randall, I think it is his name, and getting gets gets teased for having a small penis. And he's like, hey, it's small, but it's fierce. And it's amazing. It's, that's all I need. I don't care. It's not a good movie. Edward Norton is funny in it. That's not counting as, as my thing. I'm just taking off of Carla because she took Edward Norton. <laughs> this is how I work around stuff. <laughs> oh, another one I'm going to say is Joe Pesci in My Cousin Vinny. I, that's, I feel like I don't even need to elaborate. He's, he's if you go from Goodfellas <laughs> It's Joe Pesci, like he's this mob guy, and then he's with my cousin Vinny, and then he gets upstaged by Marissa Tomei. <laughs> I just keep thinking about Utes. Utes. <laughs> Two Utes. That was a movie that had no business being as funny as it was. But it was so funny, and it's so good. I love it. My second one. Yeah, that's right. Uh, George Clooney and Oh Brother, We're Out Thou. I just, he's so, it's just funny. I love that. Aaron, I don't know if Aaron's mad at me because she doesn't like my taste in movies or because I'm taking one she wants to talk about, but I'm... you took George Clooney from me. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Aaron's face just went so right over the <laughs> I tell you what, oh, I'll just I'll skip over that so you can take it and I'll do two no, more. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I have a bunch it's for this. Work actually, right. Surprisingly. Now I'm afraid. I have a bunch for him too, actually. But now I'm afraid for it. Um, my last one, I guess. Alan Rickman in Galaxy Quest. You see Alan Rickman, and he's like he's Alan Rickman. Like his voice, everything about him is like dramatic and popular and, and, and proper, and just and he's hot. <laughs> it's it's Alan Rickman. But then to see him with the prosthetic head. And I think one of the things that is makes it kind of tough to talk about uh, dramatic actors in comedic roles is so much of the time they are being like the straight man that comedy happens around. Like Meryl Streep is hilarious, but like in Devil's Wear, Pro Devil Wears Prada, she's not funny, 
the things that are like happening around her are are funny. Um, but Alan Rickman's just I'm with the head. Like I walked out of the theater the first time I saw that movie because I was just I hated it the first time I saw it. And then I watched it again and it was just it was the funniest thing. Cause I didn't like Star Trek. So I watched this and I was just like, well, no. my friends. That's what I wonder sometimes. I'm telling you, 15 years ago, I you would not I was like not me. a Star Trek fan, no, but correct. I love Galaxy Quest. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam Rockwell in Galaxy Quest. And, and you know, amazing. Yeah. I love He's, Sam Rockwell so dang much. That, oh, I just think of him in Green Mile, and it's just like um, like bad, bad woof. Um, yeah, I'll I'll be quiet. I have more, but we're making good time, knock on wood, so I hope I can talk about them later. Okay. So I'm just going to quickly second George more. Clooney. I cannot believe someone took George Clooney from me. Um, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou is one of the best movies ever. <laughs> ever. And George Clooney and the whole cast is incredible in that movie. And I'm sure we'll cover it when we talk about George Clooney later on in the year. We're definitely going to talk about that movie. And Meg hopefully was going to be on that, even though she stole him from me. I still will be okay. <laughs> but look at that! But they're all dramatic actors in it, and John they're Turturro, all so yes, freaking yes. funny. Like John Turturro, like I, I could, yeah, I could just we, do we an episode. Probably will just someday. About that movie. Someday we'll do a George Clooney month. But yes, yes, I'm a dapper Dan. Um, man. And then I had, <laughs> okay, I, I, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. I, I mean, I. He's so dang good. No matter how awful he is in real life, he's so damn good in that movie. He's, he's, I think he's the funniest part of the whole film, honestly. He just steals it. So he's he's so, so good. Um, and then for my third one, I'm going to go Philip Seymour Hoffman and Along Came Polly. <laughs> he's so good. Rest in peace. He was, I mean, he was just... I mean, benchmark actor. I mean, just flawless. And he was so dang good in that and so gross. He was so gross <laughs> when he sharded. When they were the... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you know, the basketball scene because it's like so gross. So gross. He did that so well, though. He did that so well. Like, he probably had a blast making that movie, too, <laughs> because he does so much heavy stuff. And then here he is just letting it all out. I think of him in Talented Mr. Ripley and then in this. Mm -hmm. And my God. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of things. Like, um, I don't know if everyone saw The Master. Well, I did because it's Paul Thomas Anderson, so... <laughs> It's basically a movie about Scientology, but he couldn't legally say it was about Scientology. And Philip Seymour Hoffman basically <laughs> plays L. Ron Hubbard. And then Amy Adams is in it. She's really good. And then Joaquin Phoenix is in it, who's really good in it, too. So I highly recommend it. Amy Adams. I love her. Enchant she was so cute and enchanted. And she's more dramatic now, too. See, I'm just going to keep spewing. Well, what we're going to so do many. is we're going to go now to who we want to see. And then, since we're only 34 minutes in, then we're going to stop the episode. <laughs> then I may give us a little bit of, like, a quick little talking. See, I knew this episode would be shorter. Okay, so I want to know three actors, even if you just have a total of three, it's fine. But three actors you'd like to see be in dramatic work or comedic work. Carla. 
Okay, so I will just do my comedic to dramatic. Okay, so my dream comedic to dramatic, I would love to see Mindy Kaling in a dramatic role. That's a good choice. Like, just straight up dramatic role. Mm -hmm. I think she would absolutely nail it. Because especially, you know, I think of the episode Be Cool from the Mindy Project and how heartrending that episode was for the whole fandom. And, you know, like, Mindy Lahiri, the character, went through, in that episode, through a whole range of emotions from, like, being just giddily in love and having, you know, like, fun secret fling time with her boyfriend to the realization that she doesn't want to be a secret fling to suddenly she lays down her feelings for this man and he's like, I think we should just end things and being like, um, what? That is not at all what I said, sir. But the way that she, when she's talking to him, it just breaks my heart and it's still, to me, it's the best episode of the entire show because it has like such a range in it and just some of the best acting from from her and from the best Chris in Hollywood, Chris Messina mm -hmm. as Danny Castellano. My next one is Damon Wayans Jr. Because we all know that the Wayans family is just stacked to the gills with talent. That is a family that like, I, I don't know that they have a single untalented family member. It's just bananas. But I, I've seen him in so many shows. You know, he's, he's, I loved him as coach in um, new girl that even though he's not in the entire show he's probably my, my favorite character and in in happy endings I love him there too as Brad oh he's just so funny he's he's great but I feel like I just I, I would love to see him do something like really serious I, I and you know and I, I know that he would just be he would just blow everybody away just he, I, I look forward to the day. I, I, I know it's going to happen for me. I know. I know it's going to happen. And then finally, Ali Wong. That's another person that I would love to see do like a really like dramatic performance. If you watch her stand up, if you watched um, Always Be My Maybe, there. The, the, the great thing, that, the thing that I love so much about stand up comedy is that to you know for the setup you're just talking and you're like you know laying you're laying down a foundation to then kind of knock it over with the punchline and to do that a lot of the times you kind of um you're i i think um hannah gatsby put it best when 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 she says that she's um the the, the master of the emotions for the audience it's like i'm i'm kind of the maestro here um, she, those are not exactly the words that were used. I just can't remember them exactly, but that's my best approximation. But Ali Wong also has the power where, you know, she's laying down this foundation and then she just knocks it all over with the, um, with a punchline and it always be my, be my maybe there are so many times when her character has like a bit of a, of a dramatic moment or a relation and I, I just like I want to see more of that like I would love to see an extended version of that and Ali Wong is just just so cool and I just I, I just want to see more of her in general but like yeah give me what I want Ali Wong <laughs> for no reason other than that I demanded it good choices there
And, you know, you should watch this movie called Long Weekend. Damon Wayne Jr. Damon Wayne's Jr. is in it. And somebody else is in it. I'm not going to say who. But go, go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Some other dude in there. You don't need to worry about who it is. Just go watch it. <laughs> you don't need to worry about that. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. <laughs> the second you said that, I'm like, do not forget to mention this. <laughs> So Meg, I'm doing both of mine. So uh, dramatic actor, you are, are you? <laughs> I am. No, I'll be. I'll be short though. Uh, for dramatic actors, I'd love to see more comedic roles. I'd love to see Helen Mirren and more comedic roles because I think she is. She is funny, and I think she is always put into these really kind of stately dramatic roles. I mean, she's played the queen what seventeen times. Like, but she's she's funny. And I would love to see more of her in comedy. And I would also love to see Viola Davis in comedy because I feel like she would just be amazing. And because she's amazing. I mean, she's amazing in everything she's in. So more Viola Davis. Helen Mirren, Viola Davis, Davis buddy comedy. Yes. Buddy cop comedy. What is that yes. stupid man spy movie where they're all old? Let's. Oh yeah, red. Is, is it no red? Is it with or the old one? The Expendables or something? The Expendables. The Expendables. Yes. I want a gender flop of swap of that, and giving Violet Davis and Helen Mirren. I just want to. I just. I there. I just want it. I want. It. I don't care. Uh, another one is Ray Fines, because again, he was funny in the Grand Budapest Hotel, and I need to have an image of him that is not from Schindler's List, um, because he was so amazingly awful, and that's kind of. And I've seen him in other stuff, and I and I think he's really funny in in other stuff, and I think he's just really really good, and I would like to see that um i was gonna say bob I love him in made in manhattan i love him yes sorry I had to me there. too i love that too <laughs> me too but uh, yeah it, less nazi ray finds more <laughs> handsome <laughs> more <laughs> handsome rom-com ray finds uh and i was gonna say bob odenkirk but he's kind of he really goes back and forth a lot um, but comedic actors I'd like to see in dramatic roles. I'd like to see more Jack Black in dramatic roles. I think he can do it. Um, and I think I just, I would love to see that. Um, I'd love to see more Paul Rudd in dramatic roles. I don't know why I want to see it, but I want to see where he just plays a complete monster because I don't know why I want to know, like, will my love of Paul Rudd continue past him being like this? I just, I want to see it. Uh, and I love Paul Rudd, so I just want to see Paul Rudd and more stuff. And I was going to say Melissa McCarthy, but we talked about her a bit. Maya Rudolph, though. I think Maya Rudolph has the chops. Sorry, Aaron. It's okay, I'm still doing it. Yeah. Oh, my God, oh my God. Well, she, she was so good in A Way We Go, and I haven't seen it in a long time, but she was great in it. And she's just... I think she has such great subtlety and nuance. I think she would just be fantastic and yeah so those are mine see look how quick i am 
Look how fast. That was, that was really quick. Yep. Yep. Number one for dramatic actors to be in comedic roles. I think everybody can guess who I'm going to say. <laughs> Christian fucking Bale. <laughs> he is so flipping funny in real life. He is so funny. And I want to just see him in a straight up comedy, like balls to the wall. I want him to be in a, that's number one for dramatic actors. For the record, that is not the person that if I were, you would go with for, for number one. Oh, really? Yeah. Who do you think I was going to say? Finn Whitrock. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's my number two. That's number two. <laughs> He's been in both, so I kind of didn't really. <laughs> I'm saying, after the video she sent me, that audition video of his that she sent me, I feel like he does plenty of comedy. He does. There's a very great short called Big Boy Pants. Oh my God. It is so flipping funny. Go watch it, Megan Carla. Yes, it's on Vimeo. It's free. Go watch it. It's only like 13 minutes of your time. <laughs> and four so commercial funny. breaks in the 13 minutes. No commercials. Minutes. No commercials. It's hilarious. But no, he's not even on my list because <laughs> I didn't. See, I'm. aren't you proud of me? <laughs> Maya Rudolph and Tiffany Haddish together. And the reason I say this is Paul Thomas Anderson, who was married to Maya Rudolph years and years ago when they were on the Oscars together, he did say, I am trying to work on something where they're both together in it. So get it together, dude. <laughs> <laughs> where is this movie? You promised me, just me. What are you waiting for? Aaron is coming to get you. You're going to lose your interview spot on her podcast if you don't make this happen. Yeah, and that's the threat. <laughs> I will not talk about Magnolia in November. <laughs> but yes, I want that movie very badly. And speaking of Viola Davis, I'm cheating again. I'm going to say again. And I wish Tiff was here for this. Tiff and I created the best pairing for a romantic comedy ever. Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. We already know they're great together. Give us that romantic comedy. And give Denzel Washington more comedic roles, please. He's so dang good. Just go look at The Preacher's Wife. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> I Thank love you. Denzel Washington. Yes. I love him. The Preacher's yes. Wife. God. Yes. So please give him more dramatic, more dramatic, more comedic roles. Yeah, more dramatic. <laughs> more drama for Denzel. <laughs> more drama for Morgan Freeman. They've strayed too far. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, well, look at this. We are under an hour with Megan Carla on. Under an hour. <laughs> That is so fortunate. It's like we have these two trash heathens. That you scared me. You scared me so bad. 
in the mess. <laughs> that was a miracle. So we're done. Good night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this means we can name some more people, some more roles. So we'll go back to comedy. Our comedians trade down dramatic roles, I mean. Okay, so Carla, give me some more of those dramatic roles from those comedians. Okay. I would love... Okay, okay. So, all right. I'm just doing the dream thing because I didn't write Oh, you're doing the dream thing. Okay. Dramatic. For, uh, okay. All right. So, I would love to see Tig Notaro do some just, like, drama, drama. Because Tig Notaro was amazing in Army of the Dead. I mean, like... Whew. First of all, Tig Notaro was hot in Army of the Dead. But also really really great and this you know it's it's a cheesy action role but my god that was so good and it really just kind of opened my eyes to being like okay well I, now i want to see more i want to see like just drama i want to see oh, can you imagine like tignataro and just a a drama about you know somebody's moving home and they're like really upset about it, but you don't know why. And then suddenly um, they're revealing everything and it's very, very sad and very poignant. And all you want to do is like go and like just go and offer a comforting hug. But at the same time, be like, you're going to be okay because, because, because you are okay. You can do this. Okay. Anyway, also John Mulaney, I think that that could be very interesting. John Mulaney, I I don't know that that that, that he's done much acting because like I, the only thing I really know him from is from his stand up and from his um, five now um, hosting appearances at, at SNL. But I just first of all, John Mulaney just has that very you know white wasp dad vibe to him. So, you know, and he also has a very retro thing to him. So it would be interesting to see him like in a retro dad movie where he's like a stern father and, you know, he's like scary to his children and his children are like, oh, I don't know about dad. Dad might just like have been murderous at some point. And John Mulaney's character, probably his name would be Peter. Peter would say something like, how dare you say that about me? And, you know, chase the children about the house and eventually end up arrested. Who knows? You know, sky's the limit. And it, it almost feels like cheating to say Whoopi Goldberg because Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg has done everything. And, you know, by everything, I especially mean the color purple because that is one of those performances that just stays with you. No matter what else Whoopi Goldberg has done in acting, that performance just, like, front and centering and of course distract but you know that's again the everything is covered <laughs> i think just like in those two performances ghost <laughs> ghost of course ghost like dead in the middle though it's like it blends the comedy and the you in danger <laughs> girl <laughs> <laughs> yes the iconic line but can you imagine like whoopi goldberg in like more uh recent drama like something more updated and I don't know. That could be that could be interesting to watch. So Meg, yeah, 
Just yeah. three more from any of your lists. Okay. You can do any of your lists. For, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, I do want to mention I would love to see Steve Carell in more dramatic roles. Yes. I I just he's so good. He's he's so good. And it's so easy to think of him just as Michael Scott, and that's so over the top. But the amount of talent that it he you have to have to be able to play that character for one and not and still come across as endearing, even if you want to strangle him. Um, and then seeing him in Crazy Stupid Love, which just chef's kiss. Anyway, so a uh, dramatic actor in a comedic role that I love was Jeff Bridges in Big Lebowski. God damn. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what... I just let out when I was muted. Like, honest <laughs> to God, this is like my... my I You had a chance. You had your shot, Aaron. I know, and I should have said him. I'm like, you better say this. Well, I'm like, no one's going to take my favorite actor the dude? in the world. Really? How many favorite actors in the world do you have? <laughs> no, she he's has, like, she <laughs> has a whole like baseball Even team. Christian Bale. Or... <laughs> um, it's like best friend is a tear, best actor is a tear. <laughs> it is my favorite. Who's gonna t- Who's gonna talk about one of the best comedies <laughs> of our time? Who would do that? It stars Jeff Britt. Like it's so he's so funny. It's so I I just I love it. The dude I. The dude abides. I love anyway. A comedic comedic actor in a dramatic role. Eddie Murphy in Dreamgirls, but mostly in life. I'm not gonna lie. Life is technically a comedy, but I he... like this meant in life. <laughs> <laughs> I talked a lot about my complicated relationship with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> life in general. <laughs> Sorry. Aaron is so mad at me tonight. <laughs> I love this though. We all had our three. We all had our three. You did your three, and then we circled back. And then with my like, I felt bad about saying something about George Clooney. I was just like, I'll leave Big Lebowski because who's not going to say anything about Big Lebowski? I can't win. Anyway, I like Eddie Murphy in life. And in Dreamgirls. You guys are the worst people I know. And I hate you. I love you all, but I hate you. I like that you're both laughing hysterically, but you muted yourself, so I just sound like a crazy person talking to myself. I just can't believe she's mad at me after she didn't say it. She had the chance. She had the chance. <laughs> but it's her all-time favorite actor. Him and Christian Bale and George Clooney and Finn Rittrock and Denzel Washington and that guy extra number four from <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. I am here because I am quite disturbed this evening. Betrayed. As Carla, her laughter has alarmed me. So he came in to check on her strictly out of a humanitarian impulse. I love that he's creeping further down the camera, too. <laughs> so he's just like I, going down the stairs. I am sitting into my sadness, Megan. <laughs> this is what actors do. This is what actors do. Of course, with war old pals, you know that. 
How dare you act as if you don't know me, I don't know you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the real reason I'm here, Ellen, is because I feel absolutely horrified about my recently acquired knowledge that I am not, in fact, your number one favorite actor. As I have been led to believe by an entire month celebrating May. And just general conversation. I've literally never heard you talk about Jeff Bridges. Like, literally. <laughs> I have before. But but no, Christian, Christian, Christian. Rest assured, you are. I, it's, it's a tier. I have lots of number one best actors. And you are way up there. I chose you as the one I wanted to see in a comedy. I love you, Christian. <laughs> smile. This smile hides so much pain. <laughs> oh, Christian, please forgive me. It is a grimace. It is a grimace of the heartache from the heartbreak. Heartache from the heartbreak. Oh, Christian. My God. <laughs> when I am devastated, as I am tonight. Do you have any marshmallows to help soothe yourself? No marshmallows. <gasps> no. Christian, I'm done. a broken man. <laughs> he broke him. Christian, uh, Christian, though, okay, rest assured, I mean, we're going to celebrate you again next January for a whole other month. Oh, goody. I suppose I have a year to build myself up to being your number one. As opposed <laughs> to your <laughs> number one. <laughs> like, you can only actually have, like, one number one. That's how lists work. <laughs> <laughs> well christian is my real number one okay christian you are my number one you're my favorite i adore you you're the best do you see this do you see what's happening to my forehead now my head is getting all big for my ego just soaring through the clouds i'm not gonna lie it would be the best thing if somehow carla had printed out a picture of jeff bridges and went <laughs> Don't be silly. Karma could never imitate Jeff Bridges' voice. Okay, I the love you. Has been restored. I love you too, Ed, and I believe you know that. Jesus Christ. If you need anything further, you can go through my people, which is Karma. <laughs> okay. Until then, ta-ta. Ta-ta. Like, is it okay if I mention Bill Murray in Lost in Translation, or are you going to get mad at me? No, that's fine. <laughs> I missed him so. I'm gonna, from now on, I'm gonna send Aaron like my list. Be like, please, can you cross off the ones that I'm gonna get murder face for? Because I have a lot of number ones. Obviously, this is my number one favorite all-time dramatic actor in a comedic role, and I can't believe you took him from me after I listed three others. <laughs> Do that to me. <laughs> I, I was about to mention another actor too that's one of my favorites, but then I was like, uh oh, that's gonna be taken, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> They're only Aaron's favorites. No one else can <laughs> like them. It's well, you can like them just not as much you as just me. Can't have <laughs> they can't be your favorite. You mentioned your three, right? You're done. <laughs> well, because now I'm going to say Robert De Niro and meet the and meet the parents. God damn it! 
<laughs> the gloves are off. Morgan Freeman and Bruce Almighty. <laughs> Just gonna keep going. Okay, you're done. You've mentioned three, and you've broken my heart ten times. <laughs> this is how you get so many number ones. You don't know how to math. <laughs> You mentioned three. You broke my heart ten times. Can I just mention though, I was <laughs> I was Googling to help me think of stuff just because my brain is not working. Tom Hanks was in both the comedic actors in dramatic roles <laughs> and dramatic actors in comedic roles. And I'm very confused because he can just kind of do it all. Same list because it was all Jim Carrey mm-hmm. and Tom Cruise and, and Adam Sandler. Sandler. Richard Pryor. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Sandler came up and Every single list, and I'm like, make up your mind. You're like punch people. drunk love. That's all you need, and was uncut gems. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> English. This is Adam Sandler's her number one favorite actor. No, <laughs> not even number one favorite movie. How could you mention that after your other ones that she didn't say? <laughs> say one thing about george clooney really quickly just one thing is yes the thing is i love george clooney but he's actually not my favorite actor he's like my favorite longtime crush (laughs) there's a difference my god (laughs) because i don't think he's as good an actor as my other favorite actors at all (laughs) sorry george And yet, no one else can talk about him. Well, I mean, he's my number one. I've had a crush on him since Facts of Life days, dude. I mean, come on. I don't think I was born at Facts of Life. (sighs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I've loved him since ER days. I loved him way before then. (laughs) I was a zygote. (laughs) You weren't even. You You were an egg. And a sperm, okay? I was two people. <laughs> two halves waiting to become a whole. Hey, gross. <laughs> That's okay. gross. I guess I'm not mentioning Adam Sandler. Um <laughs> I literally said his name in a title. There's like there's a more. And Carla I... mentioned Adam Sandler before me. How come she doesn't get yelled? At? Oh yeah, she did. Sorry, she did. Oh, God, sorry. Okay, it's like I blocked that. I'm not really, honestly, a big fan of Adam Sandler. I'll be frank; I'm not a big fan of his. But I love him in Punch Drunk Love. I think he's really, really good in that. Yeah. Another Paul Thomas Anderson movie, by the way. Um, and Paul I just Thomas Anderson. What? Maybe it's Paul Thomas Anderson is the the link that's binding everyone together. Oh, oh my god if i could get a paul thomas anderson movie with christian bale that's a dream and fuck. jeff bridges and jeff bridges and Finn Whitrock. oh my and god and maybe george clooney if he just stands there and denzel and washington talk. and viola davis and tiffany haddish and my rudolph's already been in some of his but she can come back and then we'll um, welcome her back. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Don Cheadle's already been in some, but Don Cheadle and Melissa McCarthy. They all just walk by and say hi, Aaron. And Kristen Wiig. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Sam Rockwell. It'll what be called amazing Steal movie This I'm... Movie, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> 
by PTA. Oh my gosh. I've just created. Are you listening? Are you listening, PTA? I know you're listening. I know at least half those actors listen to this podcast. So <laughs> get them on the phone. 100%. Kristen tells me all the time about his listening parties. As if it were like old time in radio, there are no fireplace. But they're really around somebody's iPhone. Listening parties. <laughs> they all warm their hands by the light of the iPhone. Oh my God. <laughs> and they they like debate or take turns on who gets to sit closest to the screen, depending <laughs> on who's Aaron's favorite that minute. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to name a few more here. So, um, I, I everyone thinks of Sarah Paulson as a very dramatic actor. Go watch her in the movie Down with Love. It's a romantic I love, comedy. I love that also movie. with Ewan McGregor and Renee Zellweger. I love that movie so damn much, and she's great in it. So mm-hmm. go watch that one. I love that movie so much, so much, so much, so much. Um, Sam Rockwell in Box of Moonlight. Also has John Turturro, but John Turturro is more the straight man in it. But he is so good in that movie. He's hilarious. So funny. It's her favorite actor. He is one of my favorite actors. Number one. (laughs) (laughs) Adam to the the iPhone circle. (laughs) He's worked with Christian Bale, so. So have I. Why am I not on their list? Aaron, do you have a list of favorite extras? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's no. <laughs> got juror number five. <laughs> Worky did. It's like I have a list of 372 of my favorites, and Meg is not on it. <laughs> she was, and then she took the Big Lebowski and Adam Sandler. Pump struck love from me after I'd already named other things. Now I'm just oh. going to talk about Click. Click? Oh, that movie. God, I hate that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if movies are. Megan and I are having like a night. I We're going to. Apparently, I didn't fight with Carla on our, our recording of <laughs> Bed Wet Behead, so now. <laughs> Although you started this with your murder face. You started this with taking George from me. <laughs> I only said his name and the movie, and then you gave me murder face, and I was like, okay, I'll let Aaron talk about it. And then you didn't even talk about it. You were just like, George oh, Clooney, you know, brother out there. It's a hilarious movie. It's one of the best comedies of all time. George Clooney is one of my all-time favorite crushes. Don't talk about it. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I perfect- just- a perfect recap. <laughs> uh, one of my other favorite actors, <laughs> um, Kelvin Harrison Jr. I know he's in the new Cyrano movie, and I and he's done some others, but I just he's so good at dramatic work. I just want to see him do some more comedies, just for his own mental health. And plus, he's just so damn good. He's just so damn good. Seriously, yeah, he's so damn good. <laughs> I would love to see Peter Dinklage in more comedies. 
because he was yeah. he was great as like the straight man and elf and he's yeah. so good in game of thrones and i would just love to see more i'm excited to see him in cyrano that's what made me think of that sorry oh i know that's i i assumed that's what made you think and I mean, I, w- I want to see Cyrano. It's not really my typical kind of movie. And I hate the director who's doing it. It's not my favorite director by any stretch of the imagination. But it's supposed to be really good. And I love Kelvin. And I will see anything Kelvin Harrison Jr. does. So I will watch him do a Toyota commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Are you suddenly in the market for a new car, Aaron, and you just wanted to come buy your passions? So, so Carla, were you going to mention something? <laughs> going to mention something that was <clears throat> on topic. <laughs> <laughs> because since you, okay, because I had Christian Bale as uh, my, stop laughing at me. Um, yeah, so I had Christian Bale in my dream uh, dramatic to comedy. And I also wanted to mention, though, Jensen Ackles, because I think he would be great in just a comedy. Not necessarily in a leading role, I don't think, but he would, I think, be a great, like, you know, best friend to the leading role person, you know, Mm -hmm. where the the leading person is, like, more serious and he's just more goofy. I think that would be really cool to watch. He had... No, he... No, Meg. <laughs> and then um, Julian Anderson, because she has done like some comedic roles, but I would love to see her like star in a movie as the the lead. I would love to see her in a rom com. She's honest. hilarious like in Sex Education. Yes, but in a rom com, Meg is what I'm talking about. A rom com. Well, I don't know. You, I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk yet. <laughs> no. I was just saying, there. Jensen Ackles has a. Why are you talking? <laughs> I don't like this. I'm gonna take my ball and go home. No, but. <laughs> but Jensen Ackles, because I, I think. Um, in the earlier seasons of Supernatural, he was more naturally funny. Like, it was just, like, it flowed out of him. In more recent seasons, it, it's it been kind of, like, forced, and it hasn't felt as natural. It's felt super unnatural. Ha, ha, ha. Now so, you're yeah, getting I the murder face. Too, now yeah. you're getting the murder face. I'm glad. <laughs> no, like, I really think that, that it hasn't been as natural as it, as it was, like, in The French Connection and in, um, uh, the French mistake. mistake. <laughs> I was like, he was I in know. the French connection. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see that. The French mistake and in uh, Yellow Fever. Yeah, all, all that damn trauma. <laughs> Getting in the way of his comedy. <laughs> but I would love to see him, like I said, in, in a role where he's like supporting in the the comedy role and then the, the the main person is more serious. Like that would be pretty pretty cool because he's usually like the opposite. He's usually like the the, the serious person to somebody being funny off of him. But yes, Jillian Anderson, who is just amazing. I would love to see her do more. Just you know, I want her in a rom com. Like I said, damn it. Oh, you're, are you done? I'm not gonna be like that. 
the rest of you may now speak. Do you know Jillian Anderson is Aaron's number one favorite actor? <laughs> All time. <laughs> How dare you bring her up? <laughs> Aaron was just waiting to when we got to her 17th number one. Sigh. <laughs> you like me. You don't know why. But you but do. you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Meg, I guess you can name a couple more. <laughs> I'm I'm scared to. Be very careful though. Tread lightly. <laughs> now I'm on the spot. Now I don't know. Mandy Patenkin is a very serious actor, but Inigo Montoyo was hilarious and also heartbreaking. So I'm gonna mention that. Because I love Manny Patinkin. And he's on TikTok now. And a whole bunch of... There's like a mustache filter now on TikTok. So a bunch of people... And it looks like Inigo Montoya's mustache. So there's like people doing the whole... My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And Manny Patinkin is ranking them. Like from one to ten Inigos. And it's hilarious and adorable. That's awesome. That's my... He's my number one favorite actor of all time. <laughs> got more murder fa- now it's becoming kind of a goal <laughs> then I will never give it to you again <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, another one that we didn't talk her about her at all um, Emma Thompson is fantastic she mostly does dramatic stuff that I saw on a list where they are like they put love actually as like the comedic role that she was in and I'm so like, first off, no, that's not funny. And Nanny McPhee is right there. Now I'm gonna talk about James Kahn and Elf. Damn it! <laughs> Aaron's like, that's my he's my number one favorite actor and my number one favorite movie that talks about a human-sized elf. <laughs> Go on, Meg. <laughs> this is the weirdest episode. I don't, I, I, now I'm feeling very put on the spot. No. I I don't know. But speaking of Elf, I think Will Ferrell in more dramatic roles. I think... Okay, no. <laughs> no, I agree. He, I think that he could really do something amazing in drama. He has... Yeah, um, he has such, just so much presence. Like he really, um, and I know like most of his roles are just so over the top, so ridiculous. I want to see him in dramatic roles just so he stops doing the roles that he's been doing. <laughs> Stranger Than Fiction is pretty dramatic, actually. Pretty yeah, dramatic. I have not seen that one. So Emma Thompson's I, in it. <laughs> well, in that I case, it. <laughs> Emma Thompson. Aaron's number no. one favorite actor so <laughs> of all time. No, but but I really, yeah, I agree. Will Ferrell would be, I'd love to see him do more. And actually, that makes me think of um, who is always in, in movies with him now? John C. Riley. Yes. That was actually one of the transfers from dramatic to comedic that I hated. <laughs> like, you hated? 
Yes, because he like, and it wasn't even necessarily dramatic. I love John C. Riley. Um, you too. In Chicago, I love him a lot. In Chicago, he was amazing. Mr. Cellophane, like, Magnolia. He's amazing. Mag- he's a fantastic character actor, and he's a great dramatic character actor. And I feel like since him and Will Ferrell teamed up, he's just become the same character. And and that's I still love John C. Riley, but I don't like that it feels like his roles have become really, really repetitive and really one note because I know how good he is. So it it just it makes me gives me a sad. Not as sad as Aaron when I take her role, her stuff. After 14 rounds of talking about stuff. That's not sad, that's rage. That's <laughs> rage. Aaron's like, you know, I know you're coming to my neck of the woods in July and I'm going to lure you and then just whoa. <laughs> that, really dark that got dark now. fast. Okay, you know another actor that I love that I actually <laughs> <laughs> that I actually always thought of as dramatic, but most people think of him as comedic is Adam Scott. He needs to I want to see him back in the I mean, he did with Big Little Lies, but back in the dramatic roles like the movie The Vicious Kind, where he just plays a horrible, awful guy, but he's so good in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to see that. Him and John C. Riley should be in a movie together. That could be fun. Yeah. But Carla doesn't agree with this. Like, no. <laughs> Carla is just worried that it's going to be the whole other tangent. The cones of Dunshire. <laughs> The movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Lord of the Rings, three parts with extended versions. <laughs> you know who I, and I wonder if Carla will agree with me because um, she's the only other person I know that loves Michael Ian Black. I think him in a dramatic role, like a very heavy, serious. Yes, I could absolutely see him. He he could probably play a very good bad guy yes i think i mean because like I, I i adore him i i love him in wet hot american summer i love his stand-up i loved him way back when he was on viva variety like all of this like classic mib stuff um i also love that on twitter like i, I don't know if he still has his bio as um like he used to be in the nfl um, <laughs> two rings and people will comment on on his oh you weren't in, in the nfl for nine seasons and you only got two rings and he's <laughs> he'll make like just ridiculous sports analogies and stuff like that he's never been in the nfl it's just like people are really uninformed and it's hilarious but <laughs> but he could be just so amazing in well in, in anything really but like I, I would love to see him in in a drama too again as a villain can you imagine Aaron, I would love to see that. I would love that. I don't. Did you ever? Now, now his bio just says YouTube sensation. Ah, uh, that's not as interesting. But he is in Sultry Savannah right now. That's where his location is set at. <laughs> Georgia. I was like, what's, what's where's that streaming? <laughs> Skinamax. <laughs> Soldier Savannah. Oh my gosh. 
I have I have another okay. Jennifer Aniston, I think, is generally comedic. And the good girl, I think she was fantastic. Um, like on the list or whatever, cake. I haven't seen cake, but the good I think she just did such a good job. Um, oh, the movie where like there's where she's breaking up with Vince Vaughn. The breakup. I, the breakup. <laughs> like Aaron. <laughs> So I feel like I feel like now it's getting to the point where how angry can Carla and I make Aaron with our taste in things? The new, the new episode title will be Aaron explodes at Carla. And <laughs> that's very. That's also very. I want to see Rufus Sewell in more comedies. Yeah, he always plays such a bad guy. He always plays such a jerk. I want to see the softer, funny side of Rufus Sewell. <laughs> Give me some Ian McKellen comedy, too. Come on. <laughs> I would love to see Sean Bean in a comedic role, but I feel like no matter what Sean Bean does, he has to die. So I feel like that would really hurt the comedy. <laughs> It could be like one of the dramatic things, where, uh, the one of those hilarious things where, like, oh, I'm gonna go out now and live the best life, and then the next thing is, you know, you're at the funeral. That's not and the funeral's hilarious, but that's not funny. Of course, it is. It is too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna live my best life. Piano falls on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's classic comedy, Meg. Those are that's physical crack falls comedy, man. You gotta keep up. You gotta keep up. I, I want to see Ryan Reynolds back in some more very dramatic work because he's really good in drama. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see him chopping some more wood like he did. In <laughs> <laughs> he almost got stuck in that same kind of jerky, like dude bro role from like, Oh God, just friends. Like he almost got himself trapped in that. And I'm so glad he he was able to diversify his portfolio or whatever because uh, he's he's hilarious but his whole like i'm a douchebag but if i talk like this then we'll be fine wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah starters, and then first the off i am a stockbroker i don't know if you guys knew this <laughs> let me give you financial advice don't renovate your kitchen. <laughs> well, that's easy for me to never do. We're one weekend. But okay, so I, I just out of everybody to come out of two guys, a girl, and a pizza place, the fact that Ryan Reynolds has the biggest career <laughs> still I mean, tickles me. Julia Roberts was pretty. Or no, that was Mystic Pizza, right? No, that was Mystic Pizza. That was Mystic Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> pizza i mean they're basically the same she's my number one favorite actor of all time i think i know her i think i know her portfolio <laughs> but i also because i first of all like uh nathan fillion that's what the first time that i saw him was in two guys for the pizza place and i instantly fell in love with him but i honestly thought that he would have a bigger career track but to bring this back into the whole topic here he has done so many roles in both comedy and drama but i think that even his dramatic roles have leaned comedic except for for um castle which i never watched so 
if I'm wrong about Castle, haha, JK. But um, it's funny. I okay. So there you go. So, but I, I would love to see him in just like a plain drama because even in in the rookie, um, I think in that it's it's not like a super serious show. Mm-hmm. And it's also propaganda, so that's never really all that serious. Um, but yeah, like he would be interesting to see in just like a, a drama drama role. Yeah, you know who I want to see in a comedy? Watch One Life to Live, then, huh? <laughs> I want to see no. Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> in a comedy. That's what I want. <laughs> and he's not allowed to say fuck. <laughs> So what about snakes in a plane? I know that's what I was thinking too. Like (laughs) that's it. I've had it with these snakes. These gosh darn snakes on this golly gosh jiggy darn plane. (laughs) Snakes on a plane in Wisconsin. Yes. (laughs) You can just see walking down the aisle and all the snakes. Oh, 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 sorry. (laughs) I want to get these uh, snakes off the he is known for his dramatic roles. I want to see him in comedy. Just a screwball comedy. Or Idris Elba in a screwball comedy. I love Idris Elba. Yes. I want to I will watch Idris Elba in literally anything. He you was hilarious. one of my favorite actors. Number one. <laughs> Aaron's number one favorite actor of all time. <laughs> I want to see oh Daniel Kaluuya in a really, really funny movie. Yeah. He's one of my favorite actors. <laughs> oh my god, Christian Bale's gonna overhear this is gonna be oh so Oh my bad. gosh. <laughs> uh, Daniel Craig actually in Knives Out was such a great like Knives Out was such a funny movie. Yes. And I, I feel like that was full of serious actors in in comedic. Yeah. But if you weren't spoiled on the accent. Because I, I wasn't when I first watched the movie. Like I started watching the movie, and based on the previews that I saw, he doesn't say anything in the previews. He just sits there, kind of menacingly in the background, um, and you're not sure what he's doing there. And then you watch the movie, and he comes up with a ridiculous Kentucky Fried accent, <laughs> and it's the funniest thing. <laughs> I, like, I laughed so hard just hearing him talk. So. So that yeah. that's it. That's all you need. He's one that's of my going. he's my number one favorite actor. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you happy I stopped talking about Finn Whitrock? <laughs> Stop teasing you about him. <laughs> it was nice to get a little that was one of the best parts of being on that episode with Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just mention, even though that you mentioned already Maya Rudolph, her versatility I love never, her so much. Ever stop surprising me. Just, um, oh god, the show that she did with Fred Armisen recently. Oh yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It was the Prime show and they're both dead and they're in like some version of the afterlife and they, they're kind of, you know, reconciling who they are now as as the people who have been apart for so long and you know still being together it's an excellent show she's so good in it and she just she can do just so many things so many things the judge on yes as as the judge on um the good place 
the good place. Yes, one of my favorite roles of hers because mm-hmm. she she's so funny and she still says like so many really profound things in that show. Um, also, Christian just, Bell in dramatic roles would be awesome too. Yes, because she's just primarily comedy. I, I can't think of much drama that should have. But look at her again in the good place. Yeah, that that role is not straight comedy. There's so much more that she does in it. Yeah, that's more akin to to drama. Yeah, she has a new. I think it's a movie on either Netflix or Hulu. It's like the name is ridiculous. It's like a girl across the street from the house with the window and every like. And I have no idea if it's a comedy or a drama. It looks. It's it's a comedic role, I believe. Yeah, it looks like a, a a dark comedy. Yeah. And it reminds me of, of Anna Kendrick. And again, I cannot remember the name of this one, but it's a movie that she did with Blake Lively. Yeah, I, I love that movie so damn much. Oh, what the hell is it called? Yes. <laughs> I cannot recall it right now. Anna Kendrick is Aaron's time. number one favorite actor of all time. <laughs> and that's her favorite movie. How but could you say me. something about it now? No, How could you steal it? I, you know, she, she's hilarious. She's just flat out hilarious. She does so many great comedic things but then she was also oh my god i'm being the worst panelist because i cannot remember the name of the movie with her a simple favor is the oh up in the air up in the air up in the air yes a simple favor is the one with like lively (laughs) the worst panelists as we're just spitballing shit off of each other (laughs) (laughs) i'm so terrible i don't have encyclopedia in that movie too I love her. Oh, yeah. It was so good. And her wardrobe. And yes. just, oh, God, I love that movie so much. You know what? It, and the thing is, like, I, I think, because, okay, here's the thing with me in that movie. I think that I could see that I wanted to be, like, a farcical kind of thing and more like a satire. And I didn't quite pull it off because I don't think it went, it, it didn't have enough punch to it to, to get to do what it wanted to accomplish but that being said it's still compelling and it's still such great performances from the both of them um and i i would still like rewatch it I, I still think it's a it's a good movie and again both of them were just so good in it just you know like i don't know much about blake lively to be honest like i you know whatever she's done really on my radar but just based on this i was like wow She's freaking talented. I like Blake Lively. I feel like she has much smarter roles than she could get away with. And that's a simple favor is one of them. I don't know. I like her. I liked her in Gossip Girl. I don't care. Selena may not have been the best person in the world, but I like Blake Lively. And she's married to Aaron's number one favorite actor of all time. Who is coincidentally also married to Aaron's number one favorite actor of all time, Blake Lively. <laughs> Bringing it all around. Time tying it all together. I was trying to find the name of that forever. Forever was the name of the show with Maya Rudolph, right? Wasn't that it? Forever? Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's the one. Oh. So good. Yeah. So PTA, hello. Get on that Maya Rudolph and <laughs> Tiffany Haddish movie, please. You snapped at him. He's gonna listen now. <laughs> you have until November when I talk about Magnolia. To, <laughs> to, just like, to send proof of script. <laughs> on behalf of Aaron, 
PTA, I just want to say that she needs to see the actual script. She needs to see the whole thing so that she can sign off on it before you actually make it. <laughs> yes, you have air approval. Please include yeah, her can. number one favorite actor. <laughs> if you can figure out who it is, tell Aaron. <laughs> so she knows. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Leonardo DiCaprio in more comedic roles. He me was too, he actually. was fun in Catch Me I If agree. You Can. I like yes. that. He's pretty funny. He's, he's actually pretty funny he and don't look up, even though. Huh? What? You didn't see him in growing pain? No, I didn't I didn't hear what you had said. So. I oh, was yeah. a child. I was I was not existent. Oh my god, Meg, we get it. You're you're basically non-existent now because like you're negative years old compared to us. Okay, I'm ba- I'm pretty much a teen mom. <laughs> Not a mom of teen. A teen mom. You, you know, know actually it's amazing. an hour of this has been basically bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we needed our fourth sexy lady to keep us in line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tiffany would have kept us in check, I'm sure. <laughs> the sexy ladies. <laughs> That you know, saxophone is Carla's number one favorite instrument. It is, man. <laughs> of all time. Send Carla all the saxophones. Not even not even a gif. Send her video, video. with audio. Just send her audio. Oh I'm gonna tweet I'm gonna tweet Carla's phone number and just <laughs> Send her audio of saxophones. Wow. Suddenly, suddenly, I don't have a best friend or podcast. <laughs> now you only have one podcast, Aaron. <laughs> I almost said which podcast. Carla's here, living her best life. She is the co-host, honorary and one of two podcasts, and edits zero. <laughs> that is my greatest scam. They're gonna they're gonna make a Hulu show about you soon. <laughs> yes, inventing Carla. <laughs> inventing Carla. <laughs> no, inventing Christian. <laughs> inventing the Chris gripping Bean. the gripping Chris tale Bean. the gripping tale of how one woman <laughs> so seamlessly impersonated an actor that no one knew who. <laughs> Not even, not even his number one fan. <laughs> but was that the truth? <laughs> Find this out and more on inventing Carla, inventing Christian. <laughs> and then it ends with Christian Bale meeting you and having this big confrontation. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I am so down. Okay, let's so do this. And Carla like, it, make this movie <laughs> now. Let's go Netflix. Let's do this. Give me some some of that Netflix cash that it's before it all runs out. <laughs> they they talk to the people at Walgreens where you printed out the photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just thought she was a weird lady, and only confirmed it. But turns yeah. out she is a weird lady. Yeah. However, <laughs> they didn't pay me enough to care, so I just printed out her stuff. <laughs> So we are going to go ahead and wrap up, everybody. What? I have so much more to say. I, no. We are going to wrap up before I give you murder face again. This is this is the true crime fandom thing episode where Aaron just gives us murder face. Okay, so we are going to close out. 
Okay, Carla. Were they kidding oh. by you? Sorry. <laughs> it feels like I'm being called in school. And I'm like, what's... I don't see the TV equation. Carla, who's okay. your number one favorite actor of all time? You can find Meg and me at our podcast, Bed Water Behead, which is available on all on all podcast streaming platforms. You can also find our Twitter at bedwetbeheadpod. Our Instagram is at bed.wet.behead.pod. On other social media with blue logos, look for Bedwetter Behead Podcast. You can find me, my photography, and just general musings on Instagram or Twitter at Carla Temis or my website, carlatemis.com. That's C-A-R-L-A-T-E-M-I-S. And Meg. Yes. I just want to note that you cannot find Bedwood Behead in Meta because we like having legs. And they haven't given us legs in the Metaverse yet. What? <laughs> Haven't you seen the commercial of people oh. in the stupid Metaverse, the digital existence and world, and none of them have legs? Aaron's like, this is the one part I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me pretty much on the Twitter at Wisconsinac, which is W-I-S-C-O-N-S-E-N-N-A-C-H. And blame Carla. I always do. You haven't said that in forever. I know. <laughs> it's like but nostalgia. Trip. Nostalgia. It's Aaron's number one favorite. Sign off. And this is Aaron. <laughs> The number one fan of all things. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at E April Beauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. <laughs> Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. On TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you would like to come on the show and discuss the movie you are making with Maya Rudolph and Tiffany Haddish, Paul Thomas Anderson, <laughs> please reach out to me. I really would love to interview you. You are also one of my absolute, you and Christian Bale are my number one. Number one. <laughs> number one. Most wanted interviews. Um, you can reach out to me at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com. Next week, we are covering two movies, two romantic comedies. We are talking about a movie that Carla hates with a burning passion, but she decided to come and talk about it. Number one least favorite movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> Starring two people she hates, Bill Pullman and Sandra Bullock, while you were sleeping. I'm there to express my dissent <laughs> of all things beautiful and lovely and wondrous. I'm mostly going to just be there to say, uh-huh, what Carla said. Honestly, <laughs> and, and that one will be live. We don't know yet a time because I'm recording Brian Kinney 4.0 with Liberty Diner Dish, my favorite season of Brian Kinney. And I don't care what you say, Carla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all inside my head. But I'm recording, so it won't be this time. Probably we don't know. We haven't decided. Hopefully, we'll be deciding tomorrow. We'll see. Um, and then we're also going to talk about 10 things I hate about you. 
So we'll be listing 10 things we hate about each other as well. <laughs> time to time to read up the taming of the shrew <laughs> to prepare. <laughs> so that'll be fun. And then coming in a few weeks, come watch me go absolutely mad on there <laughs> for 12 hours. I will be streaming. We will have other guest pods, such as um, Sort of Brilliant is going to be kicking it off. It might just be Rachel on. We're not sure. But so it'll be at least her. So that'll be kicking it off. The boobs are going to be there. Hey, maybe that's when we do the Christian Bale. <laughs> no, I want that to be your episode. We can do a double. Double bail. <laughs> Um, and then we're also going to have uh, Sudden But Inevitable. We're going to, Jen will probably be on just talking about her podcast, my streaming bubble. But if she's not on then, uh, Jen, Aaron, A, and Susie, since that's my Finn Whitrock tribe, are going to be joining me to give a review of, I don't care that Ben Affleck's in it. Yeah, I know other people are in it. But it's Finn Whitrock's erotic thriller <laughs> deep water and we're gonna see how long in the movie until he's murdered so that's <laughs> that sounds like such a cheerful moment <laughs> i don't want him to die but it's pretty clear he's going to be murdered so <laughs> as long as he gets some erotic time in there <laughs> <laughs> Will you get them off before you write them off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to be reviewing that. We're going to be talking about that movie. <laughs> we're going to record an episode. We're going to do other fun things. We're going to do ghost stories to round out the night. And I will be so loopy by that time. It'll be very interesting. <laughs> it's just so... going to be 12 hours of Aaron listing her number one favorite <laughs> actors. Uh, we're also going to have green shirt podcast on we're working on getting other people on too so until next time oh oh that's march 26th by the way starting at 10 a.m and it ends at 10 p.m mountain standard time so 12 hours of me yeah you know you're all excited so until next time remember it's a fandom thing black lives matter and stop asian hate Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.